The Yaku Pop Podcast. Hello, my name is Matt Emery, and welcome to the Yaku Podcast. This episode is a Tiger Cub special, and it is now available to listen to or download via SoundCloud, iTunes, Spotify. We're moving up in the world, so please do feel free to subscribe if you want to have any future ones pop up on your home screens. Um, so I took the time to catch up with Tiger Cub at Scala whilst they're on tour with Alcopop favourites pulled apart by horses. And before uh, Tiger Cub set, the guys took some time to chat about touring, their new album, Octo Jazz, Beastie Boys. We talked about famous tigers, and they also recommended this month's uh, recommends track by the 100th anniversary and the track is called Poor. Um, so please go and check them out as well. There will be music also along the way from Tiger Cub and we'll start with this track, the opener from their album called Burning Effigies. Dreamt I was second best Just a passing interest A waste of true affection a face of pure complexion Under a pseudonym I dream of you again Two different types of dust Trapped inside a ticking clock Come I will kill us all Our charm is wearing off our gods are made of fraud Our skies are full of scars And they'll be there until you're November, we burn in empathy. 
great. Um, Oxford, Oxford's always fun to play. Um, they're a really polite crowd, so it's like a kind of nice way to ease yourself in. Um, yeah, it was it was really good. We've we've been in the studio for like a week and a half, so we were a little bit shell shocked, like trying to readjust to tour life again. We were like, yeah. I wasn't really mentally prepared for it or anything, but um, yeah, it was good. Cool. You all set for tonight? Set. We have uh, We've blown the cobwebs off now, so we haven't got the recording excuse tonight. Yeah. Yeah. So like, yeah, hopefully. It was funny last night though because as we were loading out, there was a band called Blackberry Smoke playing in the main room below us, and these two really drunk guys who. Sorry about that. <laughs> it wasn't that. It was a. Uh, they congratulated us for like how well we were doing supporting Blackberry Smoke, and we were like, oh yeah, thank you. <laughs> yeah, there was a moment they were like, oh, really enjoyed your set, guys, and I was like, oh, cheers, mate. Yeah, that was, it was quiet, but it was pretty. I did enjoy it, and he was like, "Yeah, man, coming up in the world supporting Blackberry Smoke." I was like, yeah. <laughs> 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 "Yeah, I just thought we'd all taken our stetsons off." Yeah. <laughs> that was, uh, <laughs> but uh, yeah, yeah, it's um, people always are engaged there. It's just sort of like we're used to sort of people like taking each other out, which they don't do in Oxford, but it's no yeah. bad thing. Yeah. Um, I don't know when this podcast is going out, but what do you know? Sort of the other tour dates, probably more towards the end of so if people this comes out in time, where people can catch you. Um, is Leeds the last date? Yeah, Brudenell is yeah. the final date a week on Saturday, Saturday the of March, April. Um, we're playing Glasgow. We're doing Leeds. We're doing Mama Roos in Birmingham. We're doing somewhere in Norwich. No, no, we have a tour manager for that now. (laughs) We always used to do all this ourselves, but yeah, we messed it up too much, so we had to get someone to do it for us. Yeah. Cool. Um, I will talk about you've just been on a European tour. Mm. Um, Where did you go, and how different is touring Europe to England? Wow, it's a bigger leap of faith. Yeah, with touring Europe, it's kind of like. You get into such a tour bubble with it because you're out. You're always out for like two weeks or yeah. like full extended amount of time. There's loads of long drives. Um, beer's cheap and the riders are good, yeah. so that's always get treated a bit. That's always nice, but it's also kind of like a blessing and a curse at the same time because you're always really excited to be in like a, new, a city or just you're kind of on holiday in a way. Yeah. So you always want to like party a little bit. Yeah, the travel aspect is less, it's longer, but it's less of a kind of, you know, when you're coming into Milan, it's like, whoa, it's exciting, we're in Milan, you know, not that there's anything wrong with playing Birmingham or Manchester, but you're just, we've been there loads before. It's yeah. like, um, it's more of an adventure, I guess. Yeah. Have you guys got a favorite kind of city in Europe that you, you played on the last tour or previous tours? You've done Germany quite a bit. Yeah, we love yeah. Berlin. Um, yeah, Berlin, Cologne's particularly good as well. Like, yeah. I think they really like us over there. Yeah, yeah. Everyone, like the crowds who come out to see us are always amazing. But like, we're just kind of like more popular in certain cities and stuff. So yeah. it's like it's never a, um, you know, no one's better or worse. It's just we're more popular in Cologne, so we're yeah. like we dig it a little bit more, yeah. you know. Yeah. Um, and Paris is always great as well. Um, people it's just amazing that people show up you know yeah. we've been doing shows to like headline shows to like just a couple of people and it's just been slowly getting bigger and now it's like you know well I like, fucking hell it's like yeah. people are showing up now it's really really cool to get like a bit of a return on like yeah. years of touring and stuff you know just be like well, this, is, this is working now we've, we've got something feel good kind of seeing crowds you know expand over time as well yeah it's really cool and we we have like 
these awesome fans in like Germany who like give us loads of presents and stuff and like draw pictures of us and <laughs> make like mugs and pint glasses and do like flick books. We got like a journal with like it was like a journal entry of like six pages of just like how much this person loves our music and stuff and we're just like what the fuck you know it's so nice that's really um, cool. yeah it feels like we're in a real band year abstract figures in the dark uh, can you tell for people that might not have heard it some more about it like where did you record it uh, maybe like what your favorite tracks are of it even? Oh, well, we, we always record at Brighton Electric um, which is where we store our gear and where we rehearse and where we met and it's, it's always sort of um, been our been it's our like home home yeah. yeah and the gears good and we did the album with a guy called Alex Newport he's brilliant producer engineer who's worked with like much much cooler bands than us and he's, he's really good to come and do we've got a real nice working relationship with him 
Um, so yeah, we did it there last summer. We tracked it last summer, and I remember we had to take a break in tracking to do 2003. So it was like July last year, um, and yeah, yeah, it was just a collection of songs that we'd sort of started writing around the start of last year. Jamie wrote loads and loads of demos, and we kind of hashed it all out over the course of a few weeks. And um, yeah, I mean, releasing it through Alcapop's amazing. They're a really, really cool label. Jack's yeah. super supportive. How, how did you uh, get to meet sort of Jack? Or um, I think Kevin and Jack maybe saw us at a gig at the Lexington when we were touring with Dilly Dally or something like that. Which I think that might have been. Plus, yeah, 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 I think it was that. And they were quite excited about it. And then we talked to them more, and we met Jack. And like, like you know him, obviously he's just a, such a legend. Um, and he's and we just really respected what the label was about and have a lot of freedom and it would mean that we would just we really wanted to find like a home you know just to be able to release records and write and get better and you've got a lot of freedom to like experiment and like sort of develop our sound and stuff yeah. like that you know and, and we're re also really into you know making merch really cool and just sort of He's really good at it. Yeah, he's he has so many great ideas as well. So it's it's always like such an enjoyable process. Like once you've done the record and you're trying to put it all together, put the campaign together and stuff. He's always got loads of great ideas. So it was really great to work with him. Still is great to work with him. Um, yeah, happy campers. Cool. If I uh, maybe ask you each of what your favorite track on the album is. <coughs> Ooh, I'd say. Probably <laughs> Omen. I think I'm I'm just dead chuffed with uh, uh, how how it kind of grooves as a piece and yeah. stuff. I really enjoyed how it came together as well. It's just one of those like light bulb above the head moments <laughs> in the in the practice room. It just kind of came together. Um, obviously, it was refined a lot um, yeah. and went through the whole kind of process that all of our songs do. But just that initial spark was such a like just such a cool moment I think it kind of gave a bit of a clue to direction yeah. of, like sonically of how like the album was going to yeah it was like the drum part was like the seedling yeah that song we built the song around this like amazing drum part that Giles Giles came up with um, yeah I um, I really like effigies burning effigies off the record that's, that's probably my favourite because I love like Scott Walker and like Nancy Sinatra and stuff and I was just really pleased to be able to get some some of that kind of drama yeah. into it you I was going to say the end when it like opens up and kind of really yeah I was epic, really happy with how it came out and then like we managed to make the the when it kicks in it sounds a little bit like Marilyn Manson sometimes just to me don't yeah. know whether anyone else feels that but I just I don't know it's got all of the sort of nods to a lot of cool cool artists that I like you yeah. know, I thought we just managed to do it get that pull that one off quite well um, so yeah that's definitely a, a highlight for me it's all downhill from there though <laughs> yeah, peak early I think I like by design the best yeah which is weird it's like doesn't I think I like it because it doesn't really sound like us like um, traditionally what we do is quite like rock or it's sort of um, yeah, I, I don't know like the way we approach that one was much more mechanical and um, I really like the lyrics on it and um, yeah I felt it was a bit of a kind of departure I thought like because the temptation I think with your first album is just to take all the songs you've done to that point pick the best ones and then 
stick it on an LP but that one was one that was sort of almost impossible for us to do before we started doing the record we couldn't ever imagine doing it live and so yeah the process of recording that and and learning it again was was really good for me Um, yeah really wanted to get like yeah make make it sound like a sort of machine almost like because the drums in it are so like it's like a typewriter or something it just sort of loops and loops and loops and sort of I don't know we were listening to a little bit of kraut rock and stuff at that time so it's got that kind of flow to it it's a little bit it's not through composed but it's like more of a linear structure and the temptation is always to be like oh fuck we need some hooks and we need a chorus and it needs to pop and it needs to do these sort of set things which are like they're easy to fall back on they're like the classic song structure sort of things and I guess by design, even though it is verse, chorus, verse, chorus, middle eight, chorus, end, it just doesn't quite feel like that. Yeah. You know, it's a little bit more thorough. Yeah. You know? Yeah, it's got gears. It's got, like, things change every time we repeat. And, yeah, it's more kind of cyclical, which I, mm. I really liked, yeah.
London. Mm. Like, what's the music scene like there? And kind of, is there any other sort of up and coming bands that you guys could maybe recommend? Oh, it's great. It's a great town for music scene. Because you've got a lot of venues kind of scattered about. Mm. And it's sort of, it's, it's on the touring circuit, obviously, so lots of bands come through. Um, I always plug my girlfriend's band, 100th Anniversary. Um, they've just put out a really, really good album called Sea State Pictures. Um, and they're kind of, I guess, like shoegaze, sort of alt-rock, um, female-fronted. Um, but there's loads, there's so many brilliant bands in Brighton. Loads of people would have heard of. The bigger names are kind of like... I mean, the witches don't really identify with being from Brighton anymore. They're back in Peterborough. But, um, you know, those guys and trams and... Um, I don't know, bands like the Rocking Horse Club and um it's like Brucey Power, oh, yeah. yeah. There's there's so many awesome bands.
do something a bit more fun now and kind of ask. So obviously, being Tiger Cub, I've got a list of famous tigers and see if you can guess. Oh, from nice. Where from. Mm-hmm. So I don't know if this has been done before. Either. No, never. No, no. This is an original. So the first one, we'll start medium. Uh, Richard Parker. Oh, Life of Pi. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. Nice. Uh, Whoa. I think a bit of an easier one is Shere Khan. Ah, uh, Jungle Book. Jungle Book. Yeah. Uh, I think this one's quite hard. Uh, tiger called Jacob. Is that... Tony the Tiger's real name from Frosty. <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> oh, okay. No, I don't know that one. Any ideas? Uh, it's a film and it's got Eddie Murphy in it. Doctor Doolittle? Yeah. Ah. Oh. That's, that's good. That's good going. That's, that's a tough one. Um, Can we just cut, cut everything before that? Just <laughs> yeah. Doctor Doolittle. <laughs> uh, Tigger. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, this one I'd never heard of, so thank you. Thank God for Google. Vitali. Vitali. I, I presume you, you say it like that. It's from an animated kind of children's film, recent. Uh, I don't know. Um, Jungle Book. No. Uh, Ice Age. No, not not a million miles away though. Madagascar. Yeah. 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 yeah apparently, he's a Russian tiger from Madagascar. Ah, wow. And the last one, which you've already mentioned, pretty obvious, uh, Tony. Yeah, they're great, man. They're going to taste great. I can hear the sound of Frosty's hitting my plant. plate. Why do they hit a plate? Hit in the face. <laughs> hit in my face. Um, I, did, I did read somewhere um, something about Beastie Boys, and one of you really loving Beastie Boys. Yeah. yeah, I was going to say, if you could pick to see Beastie Boys play five live songs, which mm-hmm. you, what would you pick? Sabotage. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Sabotage maybe like twice. Um, Sabrosa. Sabotage! <laughs> uh, Finger licking good. And... Which is the one that's like... Interactive. The hardcore song they have on... Heart Attack Man. Heart Attack! Heart Attack Man! <laughs> 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 yeah, like, maybe that. Like Pretty much everything off Ill Communication. Yeah. If you can condense that into five songs. Five song medley. Yeah. <laughs> Brass Monkey's a banger as well. Yeah. Yeah, I think the whole anthology, to be honest, is quite a... Oh, so cool, yeah. So cool. Slaves just produced... Uh, the, well, the last record they did with one of the Beastie Boys, I don't know which one. Yeah, I read that. Yeah, pretty cool. Yeah. As Slaves Brighton. Tunbridge yeah. Wells, they're like, you know, they're Kent technically, but yeah. Laurie lives in Brighton now. Um, those guys come to the studio, uh, they've been in the studio for a little bit. They're really nice dudes, they're, um, yeah, they're smashing it. Yeah. We did loads of shows for Slaves. We did, before yeah. Before they got like this, this big. Mm. I just thought they were an awesome punk band. Yeah, and I just had no idea they would get this big. Not yeah. because they're not good or anything, but it's just oh, it's so kind of cool that like mm. yeah, just sort of punk rock could get this sort of mainstream. Yeah, you know. And I thought it was really really rad when they started when they got like um, it was Skepta, wasn't it, to come off and do sh- that cover of Shutdown. Yeah, of his at Reading. I saw that. Was... Yeah. <laughs> I, was, I, I just thought that was rad. Yeah. Because like grime is like the new. Well, grime's just so punk. Yeah. You know, it's more punk than most 
<laughs> Most punk bands. Yeah. It's real. It's like opto jazz. <laughs>
bought slots? Has there been a favourite? I mean, Dinosaur Pilot, Royal Bloods? Dinosaur Pilot was amazing because that was like, I got a phone call from our manager at the time and he told us that we were going to go on tour of Dinosaur and I'd been a fan for ages and we'd never toured before and we just had like a single out and we were like just bumming around the Brighton scene doing like, you know. (laughs) (laughs) A fart is always funny. Um, (laughs) We were just doing like shitty shitty slots, like not even ready to tour really and Matt, Matt just came across our yeah. band so that that was really amazing because we were just like fucking hell yeah. and did you do some recording with him as well yeah and he did our first single Blue Blood that's what I thought yeah um, and then like we got introduced to Matt's producer who introduced us to Royal Blood who then took us out and then that really kind of made a lot of people take us like a lot more seriously yeah like a lot quicker than we might have done had we not have gone on tour with Dinosaur so like that was really important Thing, but we fucking how many how many tours have we been on that? Tour with um, Bad Red Shoes. That was so good. It was our first first time out in Europe. Yeah, they took us out for it was yeah. like nine nine shows in Germany. Because they do one in, in Europe, don't they? They're quite popular. Yeah. yeah. Oh, they're far bigger in Europe actually. Yeah. yeah. That's what I thought. I mean, we we kind of joined them on their kind of like rerun of like the markets they missed from their main run. Yeah. And there were still huge rooms, like really big, big crowds and. They're super supportive, those guys. They ended up putting out a single for us on their record label as well. Um, <clears throat> that was kind of a similar thing, really. Like the first, we just got the got a chance to tour Europe, which we probably wouldn't have been able to do for a, a while longer yeah. because they're legends and they asked mm-hmm. us to come out. So it's just those sort of really <coughs> exciting, you know, you've just been picked. You know, yeah. it's like you won the lottery almost, yeah. you know, and you get to tour loads. Not like now, we're all jaded. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. So, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> in. Like, oh. Day two, I'm fucked. It's all loading, is it? Yeah, yeah it's that old folk playing bloody Berlin again. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, last question. Um, what have you guys got coming up next? I know you've got a headline show booked. Yeah, Dingwalls, um, which is like quite scary for us, actually. We've... Um, yeah, we've never sort of tried to fill a room that big, so sort of uh, see how we do. I think that's when's that? The sixth of June. Yeah, so we're gonna try and try and sell some tickets for that one. Uh, we've just been in the studio recording our late our new EP. Yeah. Um, which is kind of like um, uh, we're we're sort of changing our sound a little bit and trying to find a new direction. Um, and this is kind of like the throw shit at the wall part where yeah. we're just gonna take a lot of risks um, but not the ultimate risk of releasing a shit second album yeah. so expect hip hop yeah a bit of yeah a bit of jazz and uh, uh, Mongolian throat singing <laughs> yeah, yeah we're, we're using a lot of drum machines and stuff <laughs> and a couple of synthesizers and just sort of trying to find something new and, and the EP is going to be called Evolve or Die which is kind of like a mission statement for it you know just try and push, push ourselves and, and not just release another rock record yeah. you know because a lot a lot of the things on the first album we've said them already and yeah. I, I wouldn't want us to just repeat it because it's a formula that's working you know yeah. I think it's good to just stay out of your comfort zone and cool. this is like this next release is like the flagship for that Wicked. you know cool. so fingers crossed have you got any festivals lined up 
that you can announce, or is there any that you've been announced for that you can say? Yeah, we've been announced for the 2Q Festival. I don't know where that is. I don't know when that is. Oh, Leicester. Derby. It's Leicester. Derby. Derby. In a few days. In a few days? Yeah, that's Saturday. Oh, yeah. Fucking hell. <laughs> cool. We're doing that one. 2,000 Trees again. Yeah. Love that festival. Great Escape. I think I saw Jack posting about that today. Yeah, we're doing Great Escape. We're doing Why Not Truck Festival and uh, Reading and Leeds as well. Yeah. I don't think they'll boot us off if we announce that. Yeah. Gonna do that. Probably. I think that's it. I am sorry if we missed anyone. That's cool. Pricks. <laughs> well thank you ever so much for taking time and enjoy your show Pleasure, at Scarlet tonight. Awesome. It's nice to you, man.
ঘুপক্ষে